This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's a 2-0. That's grounded up the middle right at Gonzalez. He has it. Shovels to Altuve for one. Throws the first. That's two. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros score six times in the top of the 10th, and they defeat the Colorado Rockies in 10 innings by a final score of 8-2. to two. This Astros take the first game of this two-game set. It's another Astros podcast. Welcome back to Astro Lunch. I'm with A.J. Hinch. In a cool game yesterday, you guys got off to a hot start. You and I were talking. It looked like you guys might be in for a really nice evening the way Garrett Cole got off. But uh, their pitcher, Tyler Anderson, pitched well, but... What a tenth inning! Can you explain some of the decisions you had to make that inning? Well, you know, first off, it it started off with Reddick getting a hit, and Reddick lifts this one in a shallow center. Blackman a late break, left to play on a hop, and then it gets past him and starts rolling toward the wall. Reddick is on his way to second. He's around second, and he's headed for third. Reddick at third base with nobody out. Which is always nice. And then you know the misplay in center got him all the way to third. Major miscue by Charlie Blackman in center. So that creates a whole lot of opportunity to score. You can bunt. It's a freebie. They can only play so shallow in the infield. Marwin couldn't get it down. Took a shot at a swing with the infield in. He couldn't get. He couldn't make contact. So he punches. And once he punches, you know the next at bat is very key. And it was Max Stassi. And Stassi, you know, is not a bunter. Um, he's certainly somebody that could put the ball in play. Had an excellent at bat and drew a walk with it with some some borderline pitches down in the zone, um, and that really set up the inning. Do anything you can to get Reddick in from third. The 1-0 breaking ball and that's lined in the center field. That'll get down for a base hit. Reddick scores. Stassi to second. Tony Kemp an RBI single. Three to two Astros in the tenth. When Tony Kemp came up, there's always the appeal for a safety squeeze. We're just trying to score one run. The, the way the offense had gone. Um, all day, we're like, if we can just get one more run, and we'll see what happens in the in in the bottom half of the inning. Um, and and chose to give Tony the swing away because, as I told him, as they were meeting at the mound trying to decide how they were going to defend us, I said, "Listen, you're a really good hitter, and you're going to put the ball in play, and you're going to put the ball in play hard to the outfield." So um, Tony Kemp goes up there and does that, and then and then you know we get the one run lead. Everybody's excited, but probably the decision I'm I'm most proud of is having Kyle Tucker pinch hit for Hector Rondon. First pitch, and Tucker drives this one. Pretty deep to right center field. Gonzalez racing over, and he can't get it on the reach. It hits off the wall. Scoring is Stassi. Kemp is right on his heels. Kemp will score. Tucker in the third. Astros go up 5-2. to two. The kid comes up big in the pinch. There was a flirtation with leaving Rondon in the game. Just give the bat away. Take the one-run lead. Have our best reliever. Um, you know, you know, finish the game, and, and we took a shot at sort of widening the gap, figuring a couple runs would be better than uh, than a one-run lead. And Kyle Tucker steps up and delivers a, a you know a really key blow, and that really ignited the rest of the inning. Where yeah. you look up, and, and we had a comfortable win at the end. You talk about rolling the dice with Kyle, who's been struggling against one of the best relief pitchers in baseball. What swayed you that direction? You know, he's been working a lot in the cage with Hudge and, and Jeff Albert on creating some some better posture for him to get to some pitches. The BP's been really good. Um, and we just have to stay with him. I mean, it's it's important for us to stay patient. Um, thinking back to Alex Bregman's first 40 at-bats or, or 
other players throughout the league that have scuffled. When it clicks for a guy like Kyle Tucker, it's going to it's gonna go very well for him. He gets a ball to the outfield, hits the ball uh, in the gap, and, and that really ignited our dugout. So uh, there's some feel with that. you got to know your own players. you got to trust your players that they're going to come up and, and do well. Say if you're Colorado, I want to rewind for a minute. You guys got runners on the corners with one out. How do you want your third baseman to play that? We, we notice Arenado is hugging close to the bag as much as possible so you can't get that big lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to play in, which you're going to there, I mean, there's a flirtation with maybe maybe playing the middle back and trying to for a double play, sure. but Tony Kep can run a little bit. So the third baseman's responsibility, as much as it's about defending the, the ground ball, is more about keeping the runner close because we're running on contact there. Any ground ball, we're going to go. Um, so his job is to stay close enough to keep the third base runner uh, honest. And you see that sometimes with the shift. The more, the further the third baseman gets away, uh, the more the more lead time the guy can have, and yeah. and it makes the play more difficult at home plate. So um, Arenado's is probably the, one of the best third basemen in the league. We don't get to see him a ton. He's uh, an all star every season for a reason, but he he's very headsy guy. It's a small sample right now, but four games in since the All Star break, George Springer looks like he's he's getting back on track. He is, and I, and I think he's backed up off the plate a little bit. He's given himself a little bit more freedom. Um, you know, I think we've set, reset his goals on on um, on what he needs to do for the last sixty games, and just and just try to be the the dynamic player that he can be. If you look up at the scoreboard too often, and, and as far as he slid from the close to three hundred down to two fifty from. Hovering at 14, 15 home runs for a better for the better part of a month, sure. um, that can play tricks on your mind, or that can really get you to press and get you to try to make up for all that lost time in one or two at bats. Reset the the, the mojo a little bit, uh, give him a different sideline. His at bats uh, have been have been sensational yeah. since the break. Small little adjustments have kind of kind of turned the key for him. Isn't it amazing where you stand in the box can give you a better idea of the strike zone sometimes? It does, and it gives you a chance to. Uh, to get to more pitches that maybe you haven't been getting to. You know, one of the frustrations with George over the last six weeks has been the foul balls and just missing pitches. And 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 we always say when you're lining out or when you're just missing pitches or you're fouling off, move a couple inches up, move a couple inches back, move a couple inches forward. Just change something uh, to where we, maybe that ball gets a different result. All right, AJ, good luck tonight. Thanks, Marky. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford. Steve Sparks. Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros reliever Joe Smith. Another scoreless inning yesterday. Haven't been scored upon since coming off the DL. You're out for about three weeks in June, beginning of July with, with elbow soreness. First of all, how, how are you feeling? I feel pretty good. Um, you know, considering where it's at and everything I've gone through this year, I feel pretty good. So hopefully just, you know, keep feeling good and, and see what happens. Always can be a little difficult pitching in, in Colorado with the altitude and, and the conditions and everything. How much easier does it is it, though, when you've done it a few times like you have? I don't know if it's any easier. Yeah. I think, you know, you, I, had, I don't think I've been here since 2015. So mm-hmm. um, the starters, I think, are the guys, you know, they're the ones with the big grind. You know, especially this high altitude, I know. My mouth was getting dry out there by the fourth hit or so. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, you know, Garrett 
did an unbelievable job going as deep as he did and coming into this kind of atmosphere up here. Uh, it just It's a little bit different on your body, and, and Garrett handled it amazing, and I'm sure Chuck will do the same since they both pitched here, and they kind of know how to you know, manage those innings up here in this altitude. It has to be a little easier as a reliever in these conditions because, I mean, obviously it can be tough, but it's a shorter stint for you as opposed to trying to go six, seven innings. Yeah, it's always easy. I think it's easier to go one inning than go yeah. and try to turn over a lineup and go six or seven. But, you know, our starters have been amazing all year. And, you know, watching Garrett go out there and, I mean, I think it was the fifth inning and he had thrown three breaking balls. Like just when he has a plan and executing his plan and just uh, – it's been fun to watch, man. It's really fun to be a part of our bullpen and sit back and just watch these starters do what they're doing. It's amazing. And it's nice to be in a situation, too, as you mentioned. A lot of times you can sit back and watch these guys. They've been going deep in the games, and uh, obviously it means a little less work for you guys, but also you're not in a situation where it's July and, and everybody's just gassed because you've gotten so many innings out of the pen. Yeah, no, we're fighting for innings down yeah, there, you yeah. know, trying to get in. But that's a good thing, especially, you know, wh- where we want to be. You know, we're, we're, we're going to be in the playoffs, and we're we're going to need people fresh and ready to go and that starters included and I know they're starting to kind of manage that stuff with them now but you know watching these guys perform in the first half has just been unbelievable man it, it, it's fun to watch and everybody in our bullpen too I mean it's a joke so you know it's sometimes it's tough to get innings down there because yeah. our starters are throwing so well but I mean every night I had the same plan I just root for the starter to go nine <laughs> so um, it's just it's been a lot of fun to be on this team. What do you do when you get into situations? And every pitcher goes through this at, from time to time, regardless of what team you're on, where you may go several days a week with, without pitching. What are some things you do in, in those situations? Do you ever throw like a light bullpen or anything like that? Yeah, get off the mound um, early, you know, during BP. Um, throw some, and if you don't get in, maybe do it again the next day. You know, you just try, you try to find a way to keep your tempo. I think every, you know, bullpen guy, when they get in a groove, is kind of when they're being used, you know, not too much, just that right amount. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's a good problem to have, like I said. And uh, we'll do whatever we can to stay ready and get ready and, um, and just watch those boys go as far as they can. Joe Smith, Astros reliever, glad you're here, and thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, no problem, Robert. Thanks, man. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That ball is gone! Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. And you can kiss it goodbye! This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 